up next on the Parth and Pratham show. Like when you're, for example, when you're like in an argument with somebody and sometimes you just like, you just have to give in because they're just not going to let up. Sometimes like being the, being the bigger man requires you just to like back out and just like, just like accept, like just accept it and like not, not engage, I guess. It's a part and Pratham show. COVID-19 is a deadly disease that spreads in many ways. It's safe to say that all cohorts of people have been affected. Elementary school kids, teenagers, adults, and senior citizens. Many have been forced to quarantine and stay home with only essential workers being allowed to leave to go to their jobs. One such essential worker is Gunnar Holtapple. He works at In-N-Out, the fast food restaurant. In-N-Out is an essential business during this time. Gunnar is a teenager and he joins us now. Thanks for joining us, Gunnar. Thank you for having me. All right, Gunnar, uh, let's talk about your childhood. Where were you born? So um, I was born in um, Oakland. I was at uh, Alta Bates in um, it's like West Oakland or something like that. Okay. Um, I b- basically raised in Dublin. Um, basically, uh, my parents were like, uh, my parents are kind of like the old, like, you know, 40 and 50s. They're kind of quote unquote <laughs> boomers, I guess. <laughs> and um, they're, they're like kind of like old school as far as like um, how they, um, how to like bring up kids, I guess. So like, you know, I know like a lot of like old stuff and that's kind of like my upbringing is just knowing a lot of like old stuff, I guess. So how long did you live in Oakland? Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't live in Oakland. I was. Well, I was born in Oakland, and then oh. um, we had our house in uh, Dublin, which I'm living for now. Living right now. So, uh, what do you like to do for fun? Um, I like to play video games. <laughs> um, usually, um, probably like four or five hours a day. Um, usually, just like to play with my friends that are online. Um, I also like to go outdoors, sometimes hike even. Um, last year, I went on a backpacking trip to um, Philmont in New Mexico, and it was like 60 miles backpacking, and that was actually really fun. Have you gone backpacking before? Um, before Philmont, um, I went on a few like training hikes, but before that, no, I've, I, I hadn't gone backpacking. Okay, yeah, so... Just in terms of, I just had a quick follow-up question. You said you're you were you know a lot of old stuff. Can you elaborate on that? Like, is yes. it like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, so um, usually like like old songs and stuff like that. Um, like my my dad would my dad listens to a lot of like old music, like seventies and eighties rock. So I'd get that like I get my music taste from him because in the car I would always he would always play those types of songs and then. I'd always like say like turn it off, turn it off. Like I don't want to listen to that. But like now I'm kind of like, I kind of I kind of like it. So wow, pretty interesting. So we just want to talk about the COVID crisis because that's why we have you here because you're a teen worker. Mm-hmm. So or during the, a teen worker during this crisis, but because you're a teenager and you go to school, would you know that school has changed and it's gone to online or distance learning? What's your opinion of distance learning? Do you think it's successful? Does it help you learn? I think it's a lot 
Um, I would say it's easier and harder than, you know, normal school learning just because it's easier because you're eight to as time consuming as it would normally be. But also the drawbacks are like, for example, in math, it's really hard to learn, especially uh, there when the teacher's there to like, you know, answer the questions that students have and be there like to help you out with the work. Instead, it's just Zoom classes that you, know, you might not even be able to get a question in that you have. And there's, I mean, a lot of teachers were flexible as far as office hours, and they were able to like sometimes even do like personal Zoom meetings to like help you out on some stuff. Um, I, of course, like took some of, that, some of those opportunities when I needed them. So. Would you say you um, did your work to the highest capability because I feel like I know a lot of people who were doing it for completion would you say like you tried to learn because there weren't really tests to see if you learned so yeah. how did you take that so I um, at least for my English and my like science classes I actually like try to like learn especially because they would just give us assignments and a lot of them were like notes and then you'd have to write like summaries after them um, so I actually, I actually try to learn a lot from those as far as like my math classes and history classes, uh, my history class, especially it was really hard because she was very unclear. Like sometimes miscommunication can be like the downfall of your grade, especially with, with especially with distance learning. But um, I was able to, I mean, I don't think I learned. I think I just did it for completion, at least for those classes. Yeah, so I don't want to be negative or anything, but let's just take a devil's advocate approach and say, what if school doesn't return to normal for like the next year and we're forced to do distance learning again? Do you think you'll have the same amount of learning as normal school? Because I know they're trying to implement like more like daily Zoom calls that are more ref like they reflect a class. But mm -hmm. do you think that you'll learn the same or is it still going to be less? I think it's still going to be less because um, it's just, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same in person. You don't get, I mean, uh, usually with like in-person learning, you're, you, you, you actually like, cause the thing, let's see, how do I explain this? When you're like face to face with somebody and you make eye contact and you're actually like paying attention to what they're saying, you learn more and you're able to retain more information. So I feel like some kids that usually um, learn through in person, they will struggle through the distance learning. But then there's also the people that, you know, slag off and, you know, don't do all the work and they just do 50% of it, which would, you know, be passing. So you got those people as well that would, I guess, benefit from this as well. Continuing with this hypothetical scenario of not returning to school, we'll miss our senior year. So was there anything maybe you were looking forward to? Um, during your senior year that you might not get this year? Yeah, honestly, I, I would be looking forward to um, like senior sunrise and like senior picnic and basically all the football games because like I haven't really gone to a lot of football games just because, you know, usually I've just been busy with all that stuff. Um, but as far as any like other events like graduation, like that might not be happening next year. So that would be a big, like, that'd be a big miss. And I feel really sorry for all the seniors or for the class of 2020, especially because 
they were the ones that missed out on like an actual graduation. Yeah, you got to really feel for them. Um, so in addition to your like school life, you have a second life kind of where after school you're a teenage worker. You are right. at the fast food chain In and Out. How long mm-hmm. have you been there? So I've been there since uh, around like November is like early mid November, and I've been w- really working there ever since. Um, you want me to like talk about like how how it is there, like how the work environment is. Yeah, like how um, would you you say you enjoy going there? Probably. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I think it's I think it's actually a really fun experience to work at In and Out just because um, I've made a lot of friends there, and it's always good to see friends and like sometimes you're able to like work with them during like, for example, um, outside sometimes there's someone with like a handheld device and sometimes there's two of them so I get to work like with someone else and we just get like sometimes we just get to talk like on end like if there's not really a lot of like cars to do so honestly it's really fun and so what was the primary reason that you actually wanted to work at in and out and that you actually signed up to work at in and out um honestly it was one of my friends that like pushed me he was like hey like you're 16 you should you should start like working and you should work at in and out and then my mom <laughs> really like um like really like encouraged me like hey like you should start working like you make your own money you can get your own stuff and all that stuff um honestly it's it's it was it's fun because uh you like because okay um my friend that like had me apply there and everything he actually like stopped working there like right when I started which was actually kind of funny because like it's really uh it was actually kind of sad because I was actually looking forward to work, working with him but I still made new friends there anyways that is good so friends are a big thing right because it makes job or a workplace more fun so mm-hmm. Now that you're working at In-N-Out during the COVID-19 pandemic, what are reasons that you stay working? Because many people would just quit their jobs and leave because they're afraid of their health. What is the reason that you want to keep working through this pandemic? Uh, Really, the reason I want to keep working is uh, a lot of people, like you said, aren't working. So I'd like to get like the jump start and get like a lot of experience done and like maybe like become, I don't know, high up, high up in in and out and like really just start working towards my like career goals and everything like that. Just be able to, I don't know, spend my time elsewhere other than gaming because like I realized that I spend a lot of time on um, like gaming. I really need to like expand my horizons. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that really develops a lot of character because you're kind of giving up, um, like you're almost sacrificing your life in a way to work in and out because you don't know the risk of what's going to happen, but you're still committed to the social organization. Um, what would you say your biggest takeaway is, has been as working in and out? Did you learn any new life lessons, any maybe skills you could use for your future? Um, honestly, like customer service and more of like salesmanship I guess or like treating people kindly even though they really like sometimes they don't deserve it um I think is a really good life lesson because like when you're 
for example, when you're like in an argument with somebody and sometimes you just like, you just have to give in because they're just not going to let up. Sometimes like being the, being the bigger man requires you just to like back out and just like, just like accept, like just accept it and like not, not engage, I guess. You were talking a little bit earlier about how your parents encouraged you to get mm -hmm. this job. Yeah. Um, has their opinion changed about it, changed about you working during this crisis? Do they feel comfortable sending you to yeah. in and out Yeah, definitely. Because um, the uh, in and out sent like an email out. Let's see, it was like, it was actually when like the pandemic started. It was around March and they were like, hey like we're we're like working on like a plan to like keep all like all of our employees safe like do the necessary um <clears throat> like checks so usually every time we go in we get screened we get like a or it's like a thermometer reading like they, they put like a um, reader up to your head and they like check for a fever i guess and then they ask you three questions um you know have you been in contact with anybody with covid you know any any relatives have you do you think you have covid and they'll usually ask you those questions and then you should be fine and they also added like 50 hours towards sick pay in case you did get coronavirus so then you could like you're, you're able to take that time off instead of having to sacrifice uh, money to money for it yeah Okay, yeah, so just, uh, you talked about a few protocols that In-N-Out has basically created in order to keep their employees safe. What are other things that they do? Is there anything else besides these protocols and the sick pay thing? Um, they make sure that we, uh, they also make sure that we wear masks. Of course, all businesses are required to, like, wear masks when they're working and everything like that. But also, um, they want to they want to make sure that we're staying safe. So like we're, when we're out on handheld, we have to stay six feet away, also wear gloves as well. And every, basically everyone that is working there should be wearing gloves, no matter like where you're at. So it's, those are like usually like the precautions. Does it, so you said, explain your role as having a handheld device. Like what, what's your primary task? When so you your primary device. task is to like take orders and usually it gives the cooks a heads up. So like, for example, if there's an order like 15 cars back, they'll have it ready by the time you reach the window. So it won't take as long to make it. So like, for example, sometimes we'll have the speaker on like in case it's raining or it's early in the morning. Um, but otherwise we'll have the handheld outside ready to take your order. And usually it just goes by you, it usually never takes longer than 20 minutes or like 20, 25 minutes to get your order done, unless there's some like complication with it. But otherwise it's really quick to drive through. Do you think in and out creates a safe work environment for you to work? Definitely. They... Like I said, they take all the necessary precautions. We wash our hands every, basically every two hours. So they'll have us, for example, if I'm if I'm working on fries or something like that and they want me to switch, I get off, I take off my gloves, throw them in the trash, wash my hands for, you know, the, the 20 seconds. And then I put my new gloves back on and then I'll, you know, go somewhere else and make sure that 
I have an ask on everything secure like that. Um, so you serve, so you're still serving as um a fast food or as a fast food drive-through employee. So based on your opinion, would you seen the number of cars um arriving increase or decrease? Has business suffered during this time? Um, I'd say we've taken, I guess, a a, a slight hit as far as um the normal amount of like cars and people we get in um through our drive-through or in our dining room. Um, our dining room order, like our dining room, has definitely like suffered. I mean, our profits are definitely taking a hit, but overall, we are still, I guess, in the green. Uh, as far as making money through like drive-through orders, the like pop the popularity of our drive-through has definitely increased, and um. I'd say like ninety. I'd say like ninety-five percent of the people that come through our drive-through are actually taking the necessary precautions. You know, like wearing the face mask. Sometimes they wear gloves, like when taking their food, or like they'll make sure that they don't touch like anything that we like give them. So, like for example, for our like card reader, like we'll make sure that they don't have to like touch the card reader or anything, or like touch anything that like we give to them, except for the food. Um, but I would say our drive-through has increased in popularity, but our overall profits have taken a slight hit. I'd say. Okay, so just we want to think about the future a little bit, right? So imagine the food industry, let's say one year, five years, or ten years after the coronavirus pandemic. Um, what do you anticipate, or do you anticipate any changes that are going to happen because of the coronavirus pandemic? Maybe some like protocol changes, maybe more cleaners. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think the food is, food industry is definitely going to take more precaution as far as um, how sanitary the workplace should be. Um, because there weren't really a lot of like, I guess, precautions. Like we were, we were supposed to wear gloves for certain tasks, but not for all of them. But now we have to wear gloves for all of them. And I think that's going to stay this, I think that's going to stay the same. I think that's really what's going to stick is the gloves and all of the like hand washing and everything like that. Um, I think there's throughout, I think, yeah, definitely throughout the food industry, there's going to be a lot of changes that are here now that will stay but there's also more things that will um, that will come through the food industry as time goes on great thanks gunner um is there any place we can find you uh if our viewers want to contact you any social medias um yeah i don't know if you want to like link out or anything but my instagram is gunner.apple3 um you can also like probably you'll probably find me working at In and Out if you want to like talk to me or something like that. <laughs> you'll probably like find me working on something. But um, otherwise, really, my Instagram is the best way to contact me if you want to like get to know more about like what I do at In and Out and stuff like that. I thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right.